Back with you here on 1140 The Fan. It was a week ago Wednesday at about 6 o'clock Pacific when we were getting ready for the Kings and the Warriors and the uh, rumors started coming out that the Warriors and the Milwaukee Bucks had made a trade and they did indeed consummate that trade. And of course, the big piece of that deal, Andrew Bogut, now a member of the Golden State Warriors, and he's nice enough to join us for a couple of minutes. Andrew, I really appreciate you coming on my show. This is Grant Napier. How are you? Good yourself. I'm doing great. What's the last nine, ten days been like for you? Uh, pretty hectic, pretty frantic. Um, a lot of running around, meeting a lot of new faces, to try to remember the names of them. Um, but it's been good. It's been exciting. I'm uh, excited to, to be to be here and see how we go. Do you look at this as a, a new start in your career, a fresh slate? How do you look at coming to the Golden State Warriors? Exactly right. It's the first start for myself. I've been with this one franchise for seven years, and it's the only franchise I've, I've known in the NBA. So, look, um, it, it, it uh, ended very civilly on both sides. Uh, there was no hard feelings. I understood their decision, and they understood that you know it'd be good for me to get a new start. And uh, here I am. I'm excited to, to be part of what what's building here in uh, the Bay Area. Andrew, as you well know, athletes in America, they tend to get labels, and a lot of times uh, it's it's perception and not reality, and of course the label with you is, well, gee, he can't stay healthy. You've had two freak injuries, not chronic injuries. Does it bother you, the label that people have about you? No, not really. I mean, look, rightfully so in a way. I have missed a lot of games the last two seasons, but the, the injuries that are out of my control, uh, both of them I was in the air. Uh, one of them I broke my arm falling from the air, and the other one I came down an ankle. So when you're in the air, you're very vulnerable, especially in sports. Um, and you, you always try to land on two feet, but sometimes you don't. And um, Unfortunately, I broke my ankle, and that's just the way it is. What about coming to this team as you look towards uh, the future with, with the pieces they have? They have not had a center of any consequence in a long, long time. I mean, how, how about the challenge and, and what you can bring to this Golden State team? Yeah, obviously, um, I've heard that a lot since I've got here, and I think I can bring, you know, first and foremost, just, just uh, toughen up our our pain area defensively and make sure that someone's kicking the basket at all times and hustling on the defensive end and getting defensive rebounds. Um, scoring will come and go. Um, I, I do have a back to, back to the basket game where I can establish the post presence and demand double teams, but I think the most important thing for me is to, to make sure that we're, you know, we've got a defensive presence down there. Andrew Boga with us of the Golden State Warriors. Andrew, I've, I've heard talk about the Olympics and that you may try to play. When will you make that decision? It's hard to say at this point. I have a scan in two or three weeks. Uh, but like I told everybody, if I'm not 110% healthy uh, by the time the Olympics roll around, I won't be playing. I need to make sure that I'm ready. Not only is that a tough competition to go into hurt, it's, it's not fair on, on myself, from a selfish point of view, and it's not fair on, on the franchise that just traded for me. How would you characterize what's happened to you? You know, we talk about the freak injuries. I mean, is it frustrating? I mean, how do you stay positive? This is not easy to take. Uh, I mean, I can tell you with the Kings, we had a player, Francisco Garcia, who was on the exercise ball and the thing popped and he, he severely broke his wrist and had to have surgery and pretty much missed the whole year. I mean, that goes into the definition of a freak injury. I mean, how do you stay positive through that? There's a lot in the tunnel. I mean, um, you know, I'm still going to be able to come back and do it a lot and let's play the game. I think just remaining positive. There's no, there's no point dwelling on a negative. You know, you know, I've been hurt a lot the last the last couple of years, but just staying positive and, and making sure I do everything I can in my power um, to to get better and be a professional. Do my rehab, show up on time, um, get my physio in, my soft tissue, my ice, my strength and conditioning, and things work out. 
You know, it's amazing how many people are counting on you, and I know you understand the magnitude of this trade from the Warriors. A lot of fans have, have not been pleased, uh, but they don't really know what they're getting. And so you understand what a big piece you are, no pun intended, to the success of this franchise. I mean, can you talk about that challenge that awaits you? Well, it's going to be a challenge. Um, I think that's probably the right word for it. It's, a, it's going to be an uphill battle, but I think you know the owners, um, Zellico, is committed to, to establishing a, a winning franchise here, and you know he's opened his own, you know, his wallet to do it. Um, there's, there's, no, there's no no denying that he's trying to get this thing back on the right track, and um, I, I believe and I have faith that, that this is going to turn itself around. And it all starts from you know from each player we've got out on the floor being on the same page, the coaches, the management, and I think that's starting to starting to get there. You know, I know you had a lot of fans in Milwaukee, and I think you, you started uh, uh, something with the fans. What was it called? Squad 6, where you donated tickets for every game? I mean, is, is that something you might do here in Oakland? Yeah, I started out in Milwaukee. Um, here, we'll think about it. I mean, here the fans um, generally pack the place out anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Milwaukee's a smaller market, so we had a lot of empty, <laughs> empty seats. So, it was to bring an atmosphere into the arena. But we're, I'm talking about... I'm talking to, um, you know, PR guys and stuff right now to maybe establish something for next season. You are coming from a very intense coach in Scott Skiles uh, to a very passionate coach uh, in Mark Jackson. I, I don't know how much conversation you've had with Mark since you've been here, but, I mean, can you talk about playing for, for Mark Jackson after dealing, and, I'm, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but Scott Skiles is so intense. Uh, you guys did have some good years in Milwaukee, but what about coming to play for Mark Jackson? It's hard, hard to answer that right now because I haven't played for him. All I've really, really seen is, is coaching, um, from, you know, seeing it from afar because I've been involved in the games. But you know, he's a, he's a player's coach. He's played in the league, so he knows you know how how players do a lot of the times. And, and guys really respect him. You know, he's a he's a pretty laid back coach in the sense that he's you know he was real joke and laugh, but at the same time, once it's money time and you know, you know put your uniform on and go there, go out there and play. He's ready to put a hard hat on. So, you know, he's very, very well respected around the franchise already, and I don't think that'll change. Andrew Boga with us. You're not the first Aussie to play in the NBA, obviously, but I'm curious, you know, how popular basketball is in Australia in terms of the NBA, and do you kind of, I don't want to say carry the weight of your country because that's that's a little extreme, but, it, but I mean, you know, can you talk about that? I mean, you, you're playing in the NBA. You're real recognized in your country. You mean a lot to that country. Can you talk about, you know, the, the I, I don't know if responsibility is the right word, but you know what I'm saying. Is that a big deal? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, basketball's, you know, not as strong as it once was. Um, the National League was very strong in the 90s. It died down a little bit. But the NBA is, you know, it's a worldwide brand. And, and it's the same in Australia. Everyone follows it. Everyone loves it. Um, and I'm one of, the, you know, one of the only Aussies right now, along with Paddy Mills, who just signed the San Antonio Spurs, that's playing in the league right now. Um, we had three or four come through that were in and out with 10 days and so on. But we're really the only guys that established ourselves long-term careers. So it is a little bit of pressure, but it's exciting too, knowing that a whole country's you know, supporting you and following you. Andrew Bogut with us here on The Fan. Grant Napier with you as it's the Kings and the Warriors tomorrow night, 7.30, 7 o'clock with the pregame right here. So, I mean, listen, we know that in, in you know, I remember when Vladi Divac and Peja played here, uh, they used to stay up to, you know, the wee hours of the morning watching the games on satellite TV. We know that when Yao was playing, everybody in China watched the game. So when you're playing, is there, is, is, there, there are a lot of uh, countrymen down in Australia. I mean, do they watch the NBA on a fairly regular basis? Yeah, yeah, um, it's, it's a little different with the time difference. It gets a little bit hard because the game sure. is on when people are working. So I know a lot of people do watch it, at least follow it online with the stats while they're working. And I, I get a lot of support, especially on Twitter and so on, from Australia. So it's always always exciting. Like I said, you've got a whole country, not just a, little, not just a hometown or a state. You've got a whole country backing you. It's, it's a very, very cool thing to have.
Now, if you're able to play in the Olympics this summer and play in London, I mean, how good of a team could you guys have? Oh, we'll be good. I mean, uh, our head coach is the assistant coach of the San Antonio Spurs, Brett Brown. Um, Paddy Mills, obviously, is just getting his legs back for the NBA. Um, we have a lot of guys, you know, contributing in Europe. Um, and there's, you know, a couple of young guys. Obviously, we know Delphi Dover's got a chance to make that team too from St. Mary's. So we have a lot of pieces that need to blend together. But um, an Olympics and a World Championships, it all comes down to, to which team um, blends the quickest and, and gets to know each other the quickest. You know, if you are healthy, wouldn't that be good for you? I mean, I know you would play, but wouldn't it be good for you with your inactivity this year? I mean, couldn't you use that? Do you look at that as something that if you're healthy, it would help you out leading into the fall? It can, it can, but only, like I said earlier, only if I'm 110% uh, healthy. Um, I'm not going to limp into an Olympics because that's, that's not fair to myself and not fair to the team and not fair to my national team. I um, need to be, you know, first and foremost, I need to be 100% healthy. And, and then once, once I cross that bridge, um, I'll think about the rest. What would you say to the Warrior fans listening, the fans that are kind of on the fence that lost a really popular player and don't know a lot about you? I mean, what, what, what message would you give to them as you look towards, you know, being ready to go in the fall for this Golden State team? Yeah, I understand that. I understand that Monta was a great guy here in the community, um, fan favorite, so it's always hard to come in for someone else's shoes. We're at the exact opposite positions. Um, and people felt like that in Milwaukee. For me, living in Milwaukee, I mean, a lot of disappointed people there, but I think, you know, hopefully people understand that this, you know, franchise, whether it was trading for me or for somebody else, sometimes you got to give up something to get something. I think if this is the case, hopefully I can, you know, come in and, and, and create a presence um, on the floor that, that we haven't had for a while. It's in the position here, you know, with Golden State. And first, you know, the, the last, last thing I'd say is, you know, we need to start winning some games and get back to the playoffs. Last thing for you. I mean, it's nice to be wanted, isn't it? I mean, this team gave up a lot to get you. Uh, they gave up a, a, a good player in Ellis. They gave up a nice young player in Udo to go out and get you. I mean, it, that's a nice feeling. This team really wanted you badly, and they had to give up a lot to get you. You got that. That's got to feel good to you. Yeah, it does, no doubt. It's always, it's no matter what you do in life, it uh, always feels good to be wanted. So this is this is the same scenario, same case. So hopefully, uh, it'll all work out. Hey, uh, I forgot to ask about Baino. He was a real popular player here in Sacramento. How's he handling the uh, cold, brutal weather of Milwaukee? Is he doing all right? Uh, he's all right. He's doing all right. He's, um, <laughs> you know, he's got a lot of questions. So, <laughs> uh, you know, he's doing well. He's doing pretty well. I got to know him pretty well, and he's a good guy. Yeah, he is. Hey, listen, Andrew, I do appreciate the time. Thank you very much. And, again, I really appreciate you coming on the program. No problem. Thank you. Yep, Andrew Bogut of the Golden State Warriors.